March 13th was the day that my entire world changed and everything in my community completely changed. And of course, as you can probably guess from the title of this podcast, what I'm talking about is the pandemic. And March 13th will be the day that I will never forget the start of this process. Have you ever noticed that bad sleep impacts everything? Bad sleep can trigger weight issues, mood swings, bad relationships, maybe a choice to not show up and work out. In general, bad sleep can cause a poor quality lifestyle. My name is Kamala Hurley. I am the creator of the Whole 8 Method, which is a way for you to end the nightmare so that you wake up ready to chase your dream life. Join me on this podcast as we talk about health and wellness and how it integrates with sleep so that you literally live your dream life starting tonight, tomorrow, today. Okay, so I'm so excited to be recording this podcast today, and I will tell you, it has been at least a good couple of weeks where I haven't done social media, I haven't really engaged with any type of public discussion, I have been following friends and family on Facebook. I have been jumping on Instagram and just kind of scrolling and seeing how other people are processing and dealing with a pandemic. And then it was right now, this afternoon, that I felt moved and inspired to share some of the five ways that have made my life easier for dealing with the pandemic and five ways that I really feel might inspire your own journey to be that of something positive, something that's helping to build better health and wellness and mental well-being in your life, as opposed to feeling victimized by a virus um, that you can't see, that you don't know who carries it, and all of the other frightening components that we see daily in the media, in the news. So... Let's keep this focused on what I feel is essential. And it is the very first thing, which is the very first thing you can do to make life easier and better during the pandemic is to give yourself space, space to process, give yourself space to feel, uh, give yourself space to maybe journal, Give yourself the permission to not have to engage publicly immediately into trying to figure out the best way to respond to the pandemic. I, I, I know it goes against what everybody says, which is be a voice, be a leader, get out there, share a way, uh, share your hysteria, share your fears, share your hope. And I, particularly for myself, didn't feel compelled to do that. And I feel so much better having chosen to listen to what my soul needed to do for dealing with this major transition. And with the space that I've created, I've also been implementing boundaries into uh, relationships that I have. So whether that's family members, whether that's friends, whether that's boundaries with how much news content I listen to via my Google Home or how much news I watch off of apps like CBS News um, or CNN for for visual media intake uh, or whether it's just boundaries on 
scrolling on social media, uh, I have really made an attempt to allow myself to organically and naturally experience the pandemic. And I have no regrets on that. I don't feel that that I have missed out on anything. I feel like I have just given myself the space to listen to my own light. And that is something that's so invaluable. And it certainly has made my life way easier by choosing to listen to my own to listen, listening to my own rhythm and, and what I need to be able to live in a more vibrant way. And boundaries that I have put into a daily practice, such as waking up and not immediately heading to the news, looking for ways to focus on the tasks that I need to get done in a day. I'm making sure that I don't engage in negative conversations that seem to energetically drain me after I have them putting boundaries on people that I needed to put boundaries on regardless of a pandemic. And I'm sure you can relate to the fact that we all have people in our lives that we just naturally need to put a boundary in place because we feel the heaviness of that relationship and the drain of that relationship. So it's been interesting what the pandemic has been bringing up in my life. So the first thing that I started to do was create space and I made and I made boundaries and it's been entirely amazing for my mental health and for my physical health and for my spiritual life and all the other different layers that I have operating at the same time. Now, the second easy way to live better during a pandemic is, and this is what I feel. So here we go. (laughs) But Make your mental health a priority. Make your emotional wellness a priority. For myself, as an integrative health coach and as a single mom and as a entrepreneur and as a business owner and all the other labels that I have, uh, you know, that I wear continually at my age and where I'm at in my journey, um, one of the most amazing, beautiful tools that I can share is connecting to healers, light workers, connecting to psychologists, therapists, and booking sessions and digging in and doing the work to help heal, not just from the pandemic, interestingly enough, that actually hasn't been brought up in any of the sessions that I've had over the last several weeks, but finding that since things have slowed down in my life and since I'm disconnected from the buzz of things that might naturally just help me ignore issues that I need to tend to or weeds I need to pull out of my garden, I have used this time very constructively to work with healers and with psychologists and to work with life coaches and to work with light workers to help me really dive into a place of deep emotional healing. And it is revolutionizing my perspective. It is helping me to live my life with intention. It is making my life easier. 
not that doing the emotional work is easy and not that maintaining, you know, the most optimal mental well-being is always easy because please remember that the challenges that are in our lives are there to help our character grow, to help us become better, more evolved people. And that when we take time to heal ourselves and when we give um, nourishment and, and self-care to our to ourselves, we are helping to create not just a better relationship with ourself, with our past, but we're also creating a better relationship to our present moment and to our future. We're helping to uh, create better relationships with our most immediate family members, and we are helping to improve the way that we raise our children. And everything that I'm t- talking about here as well is is truly just something that I'm experiencing firsthand. So when I say we, I really should just be saying I. I am the one that has been purging out uh, trauma. I have been letting go of experiences from my past that have limited my capacity to understand the present moment and to and to heal from those experiences, to understand that there have been areas in my life where I have been stuck and I wasn't in a position because my life was filled with so much activity and it was the constant going and, you know, flying to New York or flying to Los Angeles or just the, the daily grind of maintaining the household. Just, I just didn't have the space to be able to do this kind of deep emotional healing and I didn't make it a priority because I didn't have the ability or the space to be able to see these issues in my life. So I just feel so grateful that um, I have connected through people in the most random way that Google searches really did lead me to connecting with very vibrant healing uh, individuals that are really helping me in my quest to live a more to live a better a more optimal experience to feel joy in a whole new way it's been a really magnificent journey and um and i take it week by week in fact i was sharing i had a session today and i was sharing um with the individual that i'm working with how I had this dream last night and, um, and I'm the kind of person that like, when I decide to do something, I'm just going to go like 110% in and I want to absorb it as fast as possible. I want to get through the educational and the learning period as fast as I can. So that naturally applies to me wanting to heal and resolve these old wounds that I have been carrying with me as fast as possible. But I shared today that like I had a dream last night, a very vivid dream of a turtle. And, um, and I was laughing at it because I'm like, you're so slow. You'll never beat me. And, and in my dream, it was like a revision of the tortoise and the hare and the turtle ended up finding me no matter where I hid, taking its time, um, and, and just meeting me wherever I was at. And I, I just thought it was this, just this dream that was just so beautiful at, um, at helping my 
awakening mind to help me understand today that I don't need to power through this, that I actually have this space and that I'm going to take my time and I'm going to let this be an organic process. So I am just doing a little bit every day to heal. And, you know, I'm not necessarily somebody that I feel um, you would identify as having gone through traumatic experiences. Like I'm not somebody that's depressed. I'm not suffering from anxiety. In fact, I just completely am so grateful for my life and I love so many different layers to my life. And I really do spend all of my time focusing on that. But at the same time, this is what I came up with. This is just what has come up since the start of this pandemic. And it has just been so good to listen to this calling that I had to heal trauma, to heal emotional wounds, to forgive, to let go of the past. And, and it's just something I completely don't regret. So, um, so that's the second item that I would say makes living with this pandemic easier is mental health support, emotional support. There's so many amazing people out there. Literally just Google it. Google somebody, Google somebody in your community or jump into um, a hashtag uh, on Instagram and search for shamans or whatever your deal is, like whatever's been interesting to you. Take, Take some time and just book a session, book a single session and see how that goes. Feel it Feel how it resonates, how it impacts your life, and see if that doesn't make life feel better. The number three on the uh, five way easy ways to live better during the pandemic, and you know I'm going to talk about food at some point, and I have been cooking so much. It's been literally, <laughs> the dish scene has been insane. I've got a good rhythm going, but I am the small appliance queen And this pandemic has been all about the Instapot. I have a uh, Cuisinart electric pressure cooker, which I have loved for years. And it was right before this pandemic that I picked up an Instapot because I actually love using my electric pressure cooker so much that I wanted to be able to do two items at the same time for a single meal. And what I didn't realize when I bought the Instapot is that the inner lining that you actually cook in is made of stainless steel, which is phenomenal and so much better for you than um, the Cuisinart electric pressure cooker, which comes with a, um, I believe it's aluminum. I can't, I, I don't know, 100%. It has the pan inside, definitely has some kind of nonstick coating, uh, which after watching Blackwater made me throw away like all of my nonstick uh, cooking utensils. So it has been really nice with the Instapot to actually switch to uh, a pressure cooker that has a stainless steel um, inner lining, the inner, like what you actually cook your food in. The other amazing thing is um, is that I have sourced within my community, uh, and I live outside of Toronto right now at this point in my life, and I have been able to find organic fruit and vegetable delivery companies that deliver directly to my door. And I'm also really excited that that company is called Green Porch Organics, and they literally 
uh, attempt to source local items as much as possible, but everything that they delivered is 100% organic. And I actually shared some stories and posts on Instagram stories uh, today showing the quality of the food. It is just so good. And I love eating out of um, fruit and vegetable uh, delivery bins because it inspires me to always eat seasonally, but it inspires me to eat the food that I get because I know one week from now I am going to be getting a whole lot more food. So it's time to eat everything up. And then uh, I also purchased from Niku Farms, and I think I'm saying that right. It's N I K U, Niku Farms, organic chicken that is literally from farm to table without the, the, middleman, so to speak. And, um, wow, that was just a stunning delivery that happened today. And it delivered $170 worth of chicken (laughs) frozen, and it will be in my freezer for the next four weeks as I work through, um, it came with, uh, two rotisserie hens, uh, which, I love to either I will bake that in the oven or I might possibly use a Cuisinart rotisserie barbecue device that I have that I bought from Costco several years ago that does the most perfect rotisserie chicken ever. So I love that. Um, And then in the same box, the same bin from Nico Farms, it delivered chicken thighs, it delivered chicken breasts and it delivered um, a lot of chicken breasts and a lot of chicken thighs. So <laughs> I will definitely be getting creative with the Instapot, but I also do love to roast. I have a barbecue out on the back deck, so that's another great option. I tend to eat chicken more than I do. Uh, well, actually, to be honest with you, I haven't had red meat for probably over 20 years and I don't eat pork. Um because it's just a personal preference. So, and like, I love to share with people, you know, you have to eat for what's right for your body. And, um, I am sort of curious, although I will add this to this conversation that I am kind of curious about ordering some red meat. I just know that generally when I eat red meat, it usually makes me very exhausted and tired. So, uh, I am putting that on the back burner for now and just focusing on the amazing foods that I do have. I will also share that I picked up a subscription to the New York Times uh, food app. Their recipes are completely inspiring. I love reading about food and it is a joy and a pleasure to be on my phone looking for new ways to reinvent uh, the staple ingredients that I tend to have in my kitchen and finding new way to use a lot of the seasonings that I do have. I have a very well-stocked seasoning uh, collection. Uh, I also have purchased um, organic basil, organic thyme, organic rosemary, organic mint um, from a local uh, organic grocery store here in town. And I will be putting that outside when it warms up a little bit more into a garden so that I can grow my own organic herbs, which are a great way to season foods. Uh, Step number four, Fitness. So this has like been mission critical, especially because a lot of the uh, energetic work that I've been doing, all of these different healers that I have gone to, 
so many from so many different orientations and so many different walks of life and literally from so many different places around the world. I've connected to healers from like Nashville, Tennessee to San Diego to right here in the Toronto area. And every single one of them have been working at releasing the emotion that is in my physical body. And as a certified yoga instructor, I can tell you that when you have those emotional blocks in your body, you're always aware of it, whether it's waking up in the morning or whether it's moving on a yoga mat, or if it's uh, attempting to build strength from doing a strength, uh, you know, like a, a like using weights, you know, so you can find those weaknesses while you're, while you're lifting weights. And so fitness has been such a critical way for me to release stress, uh, you know, and fear about the future and the unknowns and everything that's going on with the pandemic. And it has just been such joy, just amazing. It's just been so good. I also have been grabbing my great Dane and I have been taking her for walks daily. And that's really refreshing too. I mean, even as I sit here recording this podcast, I can see out to the front, to the front yard and I see the street there and I see so many people I have literally never seen take walks in this neighborhood before. I've seen so many families coming together and taking walks like, you know, after lunch or, you know, around three o'clock when people tend to want to have that, you know, that, that extra cup of coffee, but instead they're taking walks around the neighborhood. It has been really beautiful to witness that in the neighborhood where I live. So fitness has been so important. And I personally have been doing Autumn's uh, 80 day obsession. And I started that in January. I will share that there were, uh, you know, there was a week there when my company, uh, Madison and White did Good Morning America. And I just was so focused on customer care and customer support that I didn't have the ability to work out for a few days. And so I gave myself a break, you know, that's okay. That's all right. And like also in January, when I started, I had to, uh, go to QVC and then I was in New York and I was, I actually brought all of my equipment to do, uh, that beach body 80 day obsession workout. And I just wasn't able to do it for the entire time. Again, I like the challenge of having to work out six days a week for an hour using weights or using high interval training to work out and to build strength in my body. It's been a phenomenal journey, but I also have to honor the days where my body says it's too tired to work out and I need to just rest and relax. And that is such a beautiful place to be when it comes to fitness, when it comes to moving your body. That's what that, that is a type of connection you should be cultivating through any workout that you do. No matter if you're doing a CrossFit workout at home in the backyard, or if you are doing Pilates on the floor in your living room. You are working to cultivate a connection to your body and it makes life feel so much better during this pandemic when all of the gyms are closed and you can't go to group fitness and you can't go to Pilates studios and you can't go to yoga studios to work out. It is a great way to feel connected to uh, other people. It's a great way to feel not as isolated during this pandemic and it is such a beautiful way to allow emotion that is stored in your body to go. I cannot advocate enough how your life will improve by simply 
focusing on having a daily workout by having some sort of fitness practice. And if you can do it every day, all the better. So the very last way, easy way to live better during the pandemic, it's going to sound sort of funny, but the, but number five on this list is seek joy. And while I share that, I take a deep breath. Because what we're talking about is reconnecting to the small passions that brought us joy when we were children. For me, it was photography and writing and art and and reading and reading books. Like right there, if I can do a little bit of that every single day, I feel more vibrant and in alignment with who I am. And that kind of joy is something that that is irreplaceable. And, and so in another way, I'm very grateful to the pandemic for forcing me to find time and space and, and that I'm giving myself permission to do the activities that I love so much. Cause trust me, it's so easy for me to say, I don't have time for me. I don't have time. I have You know, I have a six-year-old, I have an eight-year-old, I have a business I have to figure out how to manage through this pandemic. Um, I have a, you know, an integrative health coaching practice that I'm building uh, because I, I love helping other people live well so much. And so there's a lot of reasons why I might not make time to read a book. And there might be, um... 101 other reasons on why I should be only focused on creating photography for my business. But at the end of the day, like if you can't take care of yourself and if you don't honor your own health and well-being, and if you don't honor your own joy, I feel as though you will never reach a certain level of contentment in your life. And I feel particularly for myself that pleasure is the path to mastery and that everything that you should be doing should be, um, an opportunity to find the joy. And now I know that I shared with you a little bit earlier, I've been doing a lot of dishes because I'm making three meals a day. And so listening to podcasts, have been such a beautiful way for me to enjoy the process. Just like listening to audiobooks have been a beautiful way for me to enjoy the process of taking care of the kitchen and taking care of laundry and tidying up the house. But so is actually sitting down and reading a book. It's just like mind-blowing how relaxing that can be and having the opportunity to experience deep focus Um, and listening to an author either construct a fictional story or tell a nonfiction series of events. Um, It's just been, it's been amazing. I, I, you know, I definitely will admit to you, I need to do more of it. Um, But lately it's been, you know, learning more about photography and I downloaded Microsoft Word because I always loved writing in Microsoft Word. And I know that sounds ridiculous, but like doing something, a small action like that is like bringing the joy of writing back into my life. 
it is um, those small actions, going back to that image of a turtle, that really starts to create the type of life that I want to live today. So I would love to know more about what are you doing at home during the pandemic? What is it? What has the pandemic been bringing up in your life? If you want, you can shoot me an email at the whole eight method at gmail.com. You can send me a DM or a comment on, um, Instagram, Facebook, and I am getting ready to launch a YouTube channel. So that should be very interesting because that's kind of bringing together my love of writing as well as my love of photography and and filmmaking. So I will definitely make an announcement when that launches. And um, I just thank you so much for uh, giving me the time and the space um, to share what I have been doing in order to live better during this pandemic. And, um, And I'm just so grateful that I had this opportunity and I had this microphone and this, this laptop to be able to share with you what, what, what I have been doing to live better. And, um, I certainly don't have all the answers, but right now this is what is really resonating and this is what feels good. And this is what's making me grateful for my life. So find this week, or maybe over the course of the next couple of weeks, find, the five ways that you can help to improve the quality of your life during this pandemic. And I'd love to hear that. So when you can just give me a shout out on social media or, you know, all the other places until then, I hope that you stay healthy, you stay positive, and I'm very excited to share more with you on the next podcast. This is Kamala, and this is the whole eight method. I will connect with you soon.